I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along You know it feels really good what feels so good chloe not being in diapers after 200 hours uh-huh. the soft comforting feel mm-hmm. of big girl panties mm-hmm. the, the cotton the the freedom of movement mm-hmm. the silence of it it's there's not a crinkle with every step i feel like like a ninja mm-hmm. I, I i feel so so grown up it's it's such it's such a wild contrast to to before so ordinarily in these episodes where I'm I'm in a diaper and you're not and you tease me, I'm like feeling kinda little, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, oh my, blushy blushy, that's a thing, diaper diaper, oh my. <laughs> right? That's my usual mm-hmm. yeah, that's- response. That's not now. Mm-hmm. And uh now I wanna just spank you. <laughs> Have you ever been spanked on the usual bet, Chloe? Anyway, we Hey, have- come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Excuse you. I bet you wish you had that diaper now, huh? I'm sorry. Huh? I'm sorry. You're so blushy. Start the stupid episode. Look at those Shut red up. cheeks. Start the episode. Now you have two sets of red cheeks. Start the episode. Welcome to the usual bet an 18 and up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet and the loser is in diapers for the next episode. I am the little sister and Chloe Spanker Sophie mm. Elizabeth. I'm the big sister Chloe Elizabeth. Yeah. We just finished uh, 200 hours in diapers, um, as we talked about last week. And, whew, man, I I lost last week's bet or two weeks ago or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I'm back in diapers after being out of them for, like, 12 hours. And I... Okay. I uh, here, let's, let's talk about the experience before we... We're, you're starting at the end here. But let's let's talk. The end about is where it. I live. I know. This I know. is where I am. Escape it. The but... presence is my prison. <laughs> so I wanna I wanna scroll back a bit. Okay. So during the first time, the hundred hours in diaper, mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. Okay. Another thing is we left the house a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I actually had like school and work at the time when we did the hundred hours. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh. That's so much worse. It'd be so much better if I could just stay home. But when you're at home, you can't think about anything else other than just the diapers you're wearing. You're trapped in dumb baby jail. Literally. (laughs) I, this, this one was so much worse. I got, I got over it so much quicker because I was constantly embroiled in it. And it's, it's not only, not only the fact I couldn't go anywhere, but also I was very, uh, 
astute about mm-hmm. posting on Twitter and trying to be engaging about yeah, it. Yeah, you did a whole sociological report, which if you guys haven't listened to or read or whatever you do nowadays, you should definitely go do because it's a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. It's on Twitter.com. I would love... Okay. At the end of this this episode, mm-hmm. I want to run through the, the tweets. So it's like I'll do my own audio podcast of my own tweets we don't have time for that it'll it's like it's like it's like 40 tweets so it would take like maybe five minutes and we can put it at the end of the episode uh-huh. we'll see <laughs> no listen i really like this idea I've, i don't do audio books because i'm very lazy and they're very time consuming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this way people can experience my tweeters from the grace of their ears <laughs> instead of their eyes <laughs> we'll see um I want to talk about the, the, the experience more. Okay, go ahead. So, at about the 100-hour mark was my point of, okay, I'm pretty done with this. Like, it started out really blushing, diapers full-time, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, halfway through the 100 hours, I had mushed my tush, and it was all I'm very sorry, what blushing. The babyish. mic didn't pick that up. Yes, it did. No, it, it didn't. It was a very babyish You'll experience. You'll have to speak up in the future. <laughs> It was a very babyish experience until I was done with it. I, did, I, I, I hit maximum capacity diaper. I hit I hit diminishing returns. I was done. And we weren't even halfway through. And I was like, oh, no. I really commend all the people in the world who are in diapers 24-7, either for need or for want. Like, I I legitimately don't know it's, how you do it. It's very difficult. It, it's a new perspective on the situation because my system didn't work as well as I thought it would. Once once the, the exhaustion, the diaper exhaustion had set in, I threw my system out the window and just wore my favorites every day. Um, because yeah. because I, I, I needed some level of, like, comfort or whatever. Um, but I've done longer in diapers and it wasn't a problem. And I realized you really need to plan for that. You need a cloth back thin diaper that you can put on a small diaper. Something, so it feels more like underwear. Yeah. Kind of something thing. more manageable. Cause your but, first time when, I mean, not the hundred hours cause you didn't do that with us, but the six mm-hmm. six weeks that you had in diapers because you lost a string of bats yeah we talked about it <laughs> yeah um that you had like uh the cloth back to beanas or whatever yeah at the time. and they were smalls and i was small then and mm-hmm. they they worked really well they were reasonable they were comfortable but i also think that's probably not in the spirit of what the 200 patrons wanted yeah they wanted they wanted the thick thick floof poof diaper suffering and that's what we got. Oh, the, we, we sure did. <laughs> um, I, there's, there's a lot of jokes here about us being little babies mm-hmm. who had to be in diapers for like eight days. And, um, there's a lot of, uh, fun that we did have, especially like engagement with our fans and, mm-hmm. um, stuff that we did on our discord and on Twitter. And, um, that was great. On a serious, the serious side of things, though, I don't think I'm gonna make a 300-hour deal. I I don't know if I could do it. I I got to the point, especially in the final like two or three days, where I legitimately 
wasn't having fun mm-hmm. anymore. I I love fantasizing about it, mm-hmm. but the actual act of full time diapers. It there are times when I don't want to be baby. There's times when I just want to 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 chill. You were and, you were DMing for one of the days, mm-hmm. and you kept getting up and sitting back down and crinkling. And I'm just, I'm kind of over there giggling at you. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you are so uncomfortable because you're trying so hard to do an adult I, thing. Yeah, I, I'm trying to, to be in control in a situation where I had to be in control. And it was so distracting, but not like fun distracting, but like, like, like it was, it was reductive. Granted, there was time in the hundred hours where I was at work mm-hmm. and I was in a meeting and I couldn't leave and I really, really had to go <laughs> to the bathroom. And um, even if I got up and left to use the bathroom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then I'd have to come back in a wet diaper because I couldn't actually use the toilet. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. that was that was that was <laughs> bad. Um, I felt I felt really embarrassed about the whole thing, but I'm, it was it was fun as well. Last night in the middle of the night, I woke up because I had to go to the bathroom, and I was like, "Gosh darn it! <laughs> this this would have been <laughs> the one time." I was like, I. I could have avoided getting up entirely, and then once I got up, I was too awake, and I couldn't go back to sleep, and I was like, a diaper could have solved this problem. <laughs> I do like diapers for bedtime. Oh, my gosh. But here's the thing. I I don't know if maybe I just have sensitive skin or something. Oh, no. I was I was having bad irritation, like, like, and I used so much powder, but it was the, the, the leg band, mm-hmm. you know? After a while, it that hurts. I don't know why, but you know, it's probably the way I sleep. It's probably like I sleep on my side with like my leg over a pillow or something, mm-hmm. and it really kind of um, puts a lot of uh, stress on on like the wings of a diaper. Yeah. And um, man, it'll like I'm I'm a, I'm a hip where the wing covers will just be so uncomfortable in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like in my sleep, futzing with it, trying to to make it so it's not so uncomfortable so i can drift back off to sleep and uh, i'm sleeping in diapers is is like my favorite it feels very cutesy but after a few days i was like i can't i I need freedom yeah um yeah i plus i i really don't like driving while i'm padded i don't like it that's a good point being a passenger being a passenger i like it there were times Olive had to do much more driving than normal because because I was a padded baby, and it was too much. It was too much. But I will continue to enjoy fantasizing about it. Yeah, for sure. And I need like a a break. It was a f- yeah right. <laughs> and then was, I'd get put in diapers again. It was a fun. Oh my gosh, yeah, it was a fun experience. And uh, all in all, we were exhausted by the end, and I am really happy to be out of diapers. I, we, we're being negative, but we had, we had a ton of fun, and it was, it was a really good experience, both um, as littles, but also as adults, and kind of really realizing where our limits were. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, we will need a 300 patron reward that isn't diapers for 300 hours. Um, I have no ideas at all. Do you have any ideas for that? Yeah, maybe like 300 photo photo shoot. Like multiple photo shoots and we have to accumulate oh. 300 photos. Listen, I've done one photo shoot for our usual bat episode. Mm-hmm. And that's not a fun thing. <laughs> I, I, I think Kimmy really likes taking pictures. I don't. 
I feel really uh, unattractive, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But also, I feel like I'm posing in weird ways, and it doesn't feel very baby. That's fair. A lot of our casual photos, though, are really good. So maybe we'll just try to do more baby things and take up to 300 casual pictures. I don't know. It's a good idea. Uh, Viewers at home, if you want to uh, give us some ideas for our 300 patron reward, which will likely never get achieved anyway, send us an email at theusualmailbox at gmail.com and we might take your suggestions. You know what? I I have an idea. Um, it It could be 300 hours of... Like, not 300 hours, but it could be a bunch of different baby things over 100 hours. So, like, three baby things over 100 hours. Like, diapers for 100 hours. And the patrons get to pick if it's, like, bottles or or something like that. Or maybe only playing with baby toys or something. Or baby we, shows. I don't know. There's maybe a lot there. We so could like, do 300 hours where, like, each day is a different activity. Mm-hmm, and we maybe. get, like, we make a schedule. And we can have have patrons choose what what activities we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That could be interesting. Yeah. And that way we're not like stuck in diapers, but like they could be uh, auxiliary and kind of assist us in our little baby activities. Mm-hmm. Hopefully by then we can go some places. Maybe try to get photos at like parks, or um, we could uh, play outside. Or I I think there's a lot there. Whenever, whenever it happens, I remember at when you asked me to do the two hundred hours. I'm like, yeah, that's never happening. I don't have to worry about that. I'll uh-huh. agree to whatever you want. Right. And that was my mistake. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I want to talk about something else. Okay, we have a couple topics. What do you want to talk? I want to talk about my new cell phone. Okay, BB phone. Okay. I'm so jealous of BB phone. Okay. So I had a phone upgrade, and um. I didn't think I was going to upgrade my phone because I, I don't really care that much. Yeah. But um, I, I use Apple products, and the reason why is because I I like simplicity and the, the very cohesive ecosystem. And um, so I knew if I got a new phone, I'd have to get an iPhone because all my notes sync over from my phone to my computer to my iPad. The, like. the fabled a- Apple ecosystem. Yep. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, I was like, okay, I definitely have to get a new iPhone. And um, they came out with the iPhone Mini. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it's the iPhone 12 Mini. Yeah. And it's a toddler's phone. And and I mean that with every part of my existence. It is a toddler's phone. When I when they announced it, I kept thinking, okay, well, this is going to compromise some stuff like the camera or the screen or something. But it's the, it's the, the exact same phone. The well, only for toddlers. <laughs> but the only difference is it's got shorter battery life. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a little wary on that, but honestly, I don't go enough places for it to really matter. Well, it's because it's supposed to go down for nap time when you do. Because <laughs> it's a toddler phone. <laughs> guys, guys, I mean it. Listen, I'm going to pick it up. It's It fits 100% in the palm of your hand. Like, I, like That's why it, I bought it, because I hate big phones. I hate them so much. It is the so smallest much. phone I've ever seen. It's got, they're bright and colorful, and I feel like I'm holding a toddler phone, and I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's the cutest, tiniest little thing ever. It's bright and colorful, and it, I don't know, I had the 5C, which if you, if you do a Google, or if you remember, they were like, like, 
rainbow colors, bright, tiny little phones. I and think I this it. is the same size as the 5C, it, except its um, its screen is bigger. I so. wish they made more toddler phones because I love that thing. It's tiny. It's BB. It's amazing. So I do have to admit, since getting it, uh, I, I've liked it a lot because... One, it's so small, and I, oh, I just, I don't understand why I need a big phone. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. If, if I want it to fit in my pocket, and I want it to, like, be easy to type on, or swipe around on, or click a button, instead of having to stretch my thumb like I'm in some sort of I... Olymp- Olympic gymnastics <laughs> competition. Wait, what? stretch your thumb like you're in an Olympic gymnastics Yes, com- you have to, like, what hold you- your phone to the side, and then, like, you... <laughs> Tilt your wrist up like okay. you're thumb wrestling, and then you swipe down from the top. It's impossible. I agree with you on the stretching. I, I do that with my phone. My phone's too big, and I hate it. I wish I had a BB phone. But I, I disagree with Olympic gymnastic, maybe? No, it's the exact same thing. I remember watching the the Summer Olympics, yeah. and they had the swipe down from the top of your screen section. And this one guy with, like, really big hands won. But anyway. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Anyway, I, I really do. I like my phone a lot, but uh, it it does feel like a toy. It looks like a toy. It feels like one of those toddler those... phones. Okay, so you have those toddler phones with like the big fake buttons, but mm-hmm, then you mm-hmm. also have those like children's play phones, yes. which are like like usually. Uh, like resistive touch screens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that open up like one of four apps or something and they're mm-hmm. like leapfrog phones or something like and that. And that looks exactly like what you have. That's how I feel. Oh my gosh. So Apple also introduced like theming to icons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not in any realistically compelling or, or uh, <laughs> intuitive way, but in a very complicated way. So it's it's an option. And um now I kind of want to see if I can get, like, leapfrog icons oh and make gosh. my phone actually look like a that child's That would be amazing. Phone. I bet I could. I Man, have I'm to so get jealous. Pudding to do it for me because I'm not super tech savvy. But um, then I could have an actual toddler's phone. And then when I'm playing with it in public, people would be like, is that just... Is that a baby phone? Is that phone? a toy? Is that a baby toy that she has? And I'll be texting on my baby toy. Uh, yeah. Sitting there in your diaper and your pacifier. What? I mean, they wouldn't see the diaper. They'd see the pacifier. I'd have, I'd have a dress on or something. Um, but anyway, I really like it. And it's, I'm, it's the I'm, only new thing in my life right now, so I have to talk about something. I'm wildly jealous. I, I tried really hard to to get an upgrade and do it, and I just don't think I can. So I'm just going to sit here from afar and be like, I wish I could be playing with BB phone. I have to say, after using it for a few weeks, I... I can't see myself ever going back to a big phone no. unless I am required by law. The only reason I upgraded, <laughs> unless unless the police knock on my door and be like, what are you doing? You have to upgrade to a bigger phone. It's Man, the law. That, fo- that phone is too small for your hands. You, If you're not stretching, you're not doing your civic duty. <laughs> <sighs> I I cannot overstate my jealousy i want the bb phone and i'm so pouts about it i think everyone should have mandatory bb phones i think all phones should be that size and you should get a special color code audrey and stacy style that is your color code and they 
and they they ship you it in a special color-coded case with special color-coded body and all your apps are are specially color-coded to you coming out with an audrey and stacy phone case yeah that has like the color associated <gasps> yeah. to being a first or a second or a third or a fourth sounds mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. good if you don't know what we're talking about, you should read Audrey and Stacy, which is a story that you can find for free on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Okay. Before we move on, I actually, I have a bet for you. Oh, okay. So we, we really, we, we, we talked very highly about this toddler phone. We, we like raved about it. It's, it's so cute. It's darling. It's adorable. However... I'm going to bet, even though it's the cutest little phone, most people still wouldn't want it. Okay, I see where you're coming from, because a, a big phone also makes you feel smaller, for one. Um, and Pe- people are just enamored with big phone. Big I, phone make feel big, no, real nice. No, I disagree. I disagree. I think it's a fad. You I, think it's a fad? I think big phones are a fad. I think that the, the fact that... Now Apple's releasing this tiny baby phone is really sh- going to show us that a lot of people prefer smaller phones. I don't think that's true. I think we're going to have people walking around with iPads pressed to their face. The thing is, we had that. We had that for like two years where phones got really, really big, and then they started getting smaller again. And I think we're at the point where people have now experienced both, and they're going to want to be like, okay, but for my phone, my everyday life phone, I don't need a giant tablet screen, I can have a tablet. But what if we scale phones up so big that you feel like an actual baby playing with a grown-up phone? Okay, hold on. Then you have to... Then it's like... There's more scale there, okay? So (laughs) if you want to feel like a baby playing with a phone, you don't want a big phone. You want a small phone that's made big, which means Mm. being thicker, which means being, like, kind of... It's got to be scaled up. You can't yeah. just make it bigger. It's it's a it's a scale thing. But the problem with that is then it doesn't fit in your pocket, and then it's it's stupidly thick for no reason, and no one actually wants that in an everyday day to day thing. I think more people want big phone. That's crazy. More people big want phones big are phones. crazy. I agree with you, and I want a toddler baby phone, but that's because I'm a toddler baby. I think people want big phone, and I'm willing to bet on it. I th- okay. 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 All right. Okay. We'll make this bet. And what we- kind of phone would you purchase? Okay, and I think a really good delineation here of the, the two categories is BB phone and big girl phone. So do you pick a BB phone, or are you a big girl who picks a big girl phone? I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing and trying to say, like, hey, Hi, unless you want anything. to admit to be a little toe sucker, <laughs> you, have to, you have to choose the big girl phone. I, but I didn't you, say you that. Are, you said that. You, <laughs> this happened last time. You need to know your audience. They're I, intentionally going to pick baby phone because you named it baby phone. Well, I don't know. Do you pick the baby phone or the, the big girl phone? You know what? You know what? I don't even need to make a case. You've lost, You've lost now because of your word choice. I believe in our in our That's community. That's so naive. They, they can be the big boys and girls that they want to see in the world. Chloe! <laughs> They aren't the big boys and girls. They're the opposite. 
Or as you affectionately said, toe sucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's the bet. Okay. I've I bet that that all of our listeners will want tiny babby phone. And I bet they'll want big girl and big boy phones. That, that showed the world what a girl, little grown-up they are. We'll go with big kid. That way we have some gender neutrality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so big kid phone and babby phone. All right, it's a bet. We have to move on. Okay. <sighs> what? Why are you looking at me like that? I want to talk about the next topic. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm out of... I'm out of things to say about my cool new phone. I'm, I'm still so jealous, but okay, I want to talk about the next topic. Okay. And I need you to, to, I'm, I'm ending my, my D&D campaign relatively soonish. I'm going to get to play a character, so I'm exploring some character concepts. Okay, so as some background lore, we tend to play D&D every uh, week. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, we're, we play Pathfinder 2. But Whatever. It's, They're the same thing. It's the same thing, but with a different, like, action economy and more numbers. Um, but Chloe has been running a campaign for about a year, mm-hmm. and hers is coming to a close, and I will be DMing the next campaign. Yes. So, you know what? You know what? what? I'm going to get into my DM mindset. I'm going to put on my okay. DM hat. Okay. I'm going to sit here. You clearly have something you want to discuss about your character. Mm-hmm. I, I assume since we're doing I this wanna... on the usual bet, it will be incredibly serious. I wanna... and we're not going to make jokes about it. <laughs> I want to have a creative discourse, a discussion. Okay. okay, you know what? I'm in as your DM. I am here. I want to know what you want to see I'm, if I can bring I'm this actually, to the forefront. I'm just going to rip the band-aid off. Okay. character D&D Fey Mommy Warlock Patron. Now, I'm going to break that down. Uh, so, I could have a character who's a warlock, and a warlock needs a patron. And uh, and uh, Fey make good patrons. So, what if my my patron was like a Fey Mommy caregiver type who had already subjugated me, but wanted me to, to get more subjects? And that's, that's the idea behind my abilities. And I want to talk about what that looks like. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, as your DM, I gotta mm-hmm. reel you in a little and say that. No, that's what the mommy warlock patron did. She would rail people in as she captures them to add them to her baby collection. But because she's a fae, she's able to pretty much simultaneously interact with all of them. Mm-hmm. So nobody gets left out. So it's okay if she has a, an, an infinite number of patrons. Or, or she's the patron of. of Patries? Patries? Patries. Patries. That's what the, the new, the people who subscribe to the Patreon are called. They're called Patries. There are Patries. No, there are patrons. What? Wait, hold on. Yeah, wait, what? Wait a minute. Because you have a warlock patron, but then the people who subscribe are also patrons? Oh, it's because she's giving you something. Oh, we're dumb. It's because she's giving you something and the patrons give you something. Okay, so Patries. Where are the Patries? <laughs> Okay, so yes, we're the Patries. Because we get paid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, let me reel you back in here. Um, there are no warlocks in Pathfinder 2. I mean, actually, I'm sure there's like a subclass or something that you can spec into having mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to relegate us to the concept of, of a witch. Okay. Which, a witch has a patron, and the patron gives them their powers through a familiar. Okay. So, if we want to do your fae, the familiar is a plushie. 
Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, what is what is your familiar going to be? It it's a teddy be a bear. Yeah. Okay, it's a teddy bear. I mean, you're just you're just making rose now from changing tabletop. No. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so what powers is this teddy bear going to bestow? What is what is your um, fey mommy sort of uh, give you as as your gift? So we have to stay in the realm of of fey stuff, right? Which is very charms, it's dominion, it's it's control, hmm. that kind of thing. So she's got like a like a geese. I'm sure I mispronounced no, that. No, they're, they're they're called geese. She does have a pet goose. I. Okay, so she has a pet goose, and the anyway. pet goose casts. No, the goose is irrelevant. It's just something she has. So yeah, she can cast commands and things like that, and and she gives those as gifts to my character. But what my character does with them is try to to weaken the will of people before she uh, approaches with a with a pact or whatever the heck a witch See, patron I, I does. I feel like almost uh, control style. Spells and abilities mm-hmm. are anathema to your character. No, so, no, it's a. I, I, I have, I have. I, I feel like actually you would take a, a circumstance penalty to anyone trying to control you, or use any sort that's of charm true. on. Well, you. It, it'll be a double-edged sword. Like she has a circumstance penalty and disadvantage and stuff, but she also uses it as her main weapon. Mm-hmm. But so, see, now well, I have to step in here and tell you that as as your fey mommy deity, because that technically <laughs> is me in this circumstance, um, I would not want to give you any kind of implication of control. I would not allow you to try okay. to control other people because you are my. <laughs> You are my vassal, so, and you you belong to me. I, I actually have a new a new take on it. So she does control spells and stuff, but when she does them, instead of her controlling them, the patron takes direct control of the character. Like if she uses a mind control spell, it be, instead of becoming her her minion or whatever the mind control spell does, like uh, command person or whatever, the fey mommy does become that person and take over their body. Okay, now mm-hmm, I'm running mm-hmm. into a new problem here, wherein I think that the reason why big, powerful mommy fays take control of little baby girls like you is <laughs> that they are they use their their patries mm-hmm. for for solving their problems so they don't have to. So she's always taking control of you. I feel like that's really undermining so, the whole point of having you to I'm, begin with. I'm trying to get around to the p- point of I need to to weaken people's will before my my fey mommy regresses them. See, she's not interested in regressing them. She's interested in regressing you. I think she's interested in regressing everyone. Mm, yeah. Listen, I was gonna come at you're you. You're the cute one, though. <laughs> she's the you're the one she wants Listen. because she, she made the deal with you. But, but what if? I, she can make deals with other people. I'm trying to get her out of the point of I could use precedentation to make someone think they messed themselves or wet themselves. I could command someone to suck their thumb or to 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 use their loincloth? What do people wear in that? <laughs> <laughs> For the record, in our, our current Pathfinder campaign, it is assumed all our characters are diapered that at is all not times. True. 
Chloe. That's, that's I understand. Player, Chloe? That's player head Chloe, cannon. I understand you're the DM, but how many times in our year of playing I, has our character ever gone to the bathroom? I, I, that's Zero. player head cannon. Zero times. Anyway. Because they just use their diapers and then they change in their free time. If you're going through a, an ancient evil lich mm-hmm, dungeon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you are traversing through traps and fighting bone people, mm-hmm. do you, are you... Are you thinking, oh, man, I got to find a place to pee real quick? No. You're like, thank goodness I'm in diapers because real adventurers wear diapers. Mm-hmm. If you're going to adventure, you have to wear diapers. Mm-hmm, it's the mm-hmm. it's the only way to ensure that you're going to get to the, the destination without yeah, being okay, bogged well, down. That's nice. But no, <laughs> you guys are in a very serious D&D campaign. It's your headcanon, and that's that. I got to talk about Faye Mommy. Okay. What's the solution here? As the person playing Faye Mommy in the campaign, mm-hmm. I, I'm i more interested in embarrassing you. See, I don't know about that. I would make you have to... You, you could take whatever spells and stuff you want, mm-hmm. but in order for you, every time you cast a spell of, say... Your highest or second highest spell slot that you okay. have obtained, you just wet yourself. I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. I think this is going against my original character concept. Nope, this is your fault for making a pact with Fey Mommy. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know about that. So, I. <laughs> so you are gonna have your Fey Mommy make it so. Oh, okay. So it's like it's like the sprite from Final Fantasy One's white mage. Whenever uh-huh. you're casting, you have, you have to, to be have sucking your, your thumb. Yep, you have to be <laughs> sucking your thumb. Um, whenever you cast a spell, of certain levels, you just wet yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that if maybe you use your highest spell slot, you'll just mess yourself because I think it's really funny for like you to you to be concentrating and then it just happens. Okay, I actually think that this topic's done, and I might go with a different idea. No, I'm no, sorry. It's I, act, we're, we're concretely in character development I, plans I, now. I think that... You can't back out. So, um, anyway. part of this is you would be more susceptible to any emotion effects, mm-hmm. like um, anything to try to control your actions, you'd be highly susceptible to. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your teddy bear would be able to talk, but only to you, mm-hmm. and it would just constantly tease you in combat. And be like, hey, little girl, oh, do you need a change? Oh, goodness, look at you. You are, you just wet yourself. I think maybe we should talk about a different thing. Maybe this, I will, we can come back to the character concept idea in the future. No, I, I, I'm really enjoying this. I, I think you're right that what, what D&D is really missing is a fey mommy. Um, mm-hmm. And th- this is how I think your character should progress. I really like it because at the start of the campaign, you can be a very rough and tumble kind of independent woman. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you make this pact without really knowing the terms. And then over over time, you just casually regress into a pants-pooping toddler. Anyway. The you next... would get a pacifier. And so... It looks in, like we're in all out of time. In Pathfinder, you're familiar is a lot like your spell book, right? Like mm-hmm. for a witch. Um, so maybe your pacifier is your familiar because you put it in your mouth to cast 
the verbal components oh, of fair. a spell. Anytime there's a verbal component, you must be sucking a pacifier. That's the verbal component, is baby babble through pacifier. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and then material components, you would have to use things like baby powder and and stuff. And then mm-hmm. you'd have to be like, well, where am I supposed to get baby you're, powder? You're this really is a fantasy setting. And, and I think that maybe we should end this a, idea. A time travel talcum powder store. Uh-huh. So you can you can get it. Do they have cornstarch in the fantasy world? They probably do. They make bread, right? Do you use cornstarch for bread? You'd be fine. You'd figure it out. And <laughs> I'm I Okay. I think that we've got a lot of good ideas on in, in the pot. We can stir them up. Uh, but maybe it's time that we... Oh, look at the... Wow, we're so over on... that's a little so bit... time. It'd be a little bit like, um, like, you know those mansion spells where you can, like, build a, mm-hmm. a house or a mansion mm-hmm. or something, and then you can go mm-hmm. in it? Yours would just build you, like, a like a cot? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, what are they called? The, the little rocky ones, like the cradles? A bassinet? bassinet, thank you. It'd build you a bassinet, mm-hmm. and that's how you'd sleep. You'd just crawl in, and it would be magically protected while mm-hmm. you slept. So, like, that's like mommy watching over you. Okay. I, Are you done? And she <laughs> would have times your, like, ultimate attack, once you get to a higher level, mm-hmm. would um, just be, like, what mommy says goes. And she would kind of take control of you like a marionette mm-hmm. and make you do everything that she wanted you to do. And she would smite your foes, but there would also be repercussions where they, like, you sort of um, do very humiliating and infantile mm-hmm. things in front of your friends who obviously are trying to hide your, your, your patron from because you don't want them to all think that you're an incompetent, bumbling toddler. But you are. And um, then as the the game Mm -hmm. progresses, even though you are still trying to hide it, all of your friends kind of already know. And then they're like, okay, well, we're not going to say anything because that's rude. But then they kind of like baby you just a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. that grows a little bit. And you kind of feed into it because you start enjoying it. And you're like, well, they're just my friends. This is normal for friends to treat me like this. I have had friends my whole life. And then... <laughs> she could start modifying your memories. That's a spell, modify memories. She could modify your memory <laughs> and make it so you think that everyone treating you like a baby is a perfectly normal thing. And then when you go to the shops and you start talking to people and they are mean to you, you just start bawling because you're like, why aren't they nice to me and treat me like baby? That's a normal, normal thing for people to do to me. And now you're upset about it. And then all of your friends would come to your rescue and they'd be like, no, no, we'll take care of this. And then they would buy you the things you need. And then they'd relegate you to like a children's wallet or something. So you only have like six silver to spend. And then they would take care of all your purchases and finances for you. Are you done? <laughs> I feel like I could keep going. I feel like you could. I think we're done now. You're so blushy. This is definitely going to be your character. Well, Moving the best, on. The best part is that you're going to make a really cool character not use this idea. And then suddenly in like three months, you're going to meet a fae and they're going to make a deal with you. And you're just going to kind of do it without Oh my thinking. gosh, yeah, you're going you're gonna to sneak it in. And then you're going to be like, ah, yes, that was a normal thing to happen. And then you're going to start wetting yourself and you'd be like, God damn it! <laughs> Sophie, Why? 
And then you can't get out of it because you already made the deal. So. <laughs> Great. Yeah. It's going to be a fun campaign. I'm glad you brought this to my attention. This is anyway, a really good idea. Anyway. We're we're running at low on time. We've we've been recording for a minute. Do you want to do your your Yes, okay. I do. I do actually okay. really want to do this. I have a I have a thing for it. So give me a second. Yep. All right. Put your feet down. Were you born in a barn? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Were you born in a barn? Not to my knowledge. Because you put your feet up on the table. Is that something people who are born in barns usually do? Or do animals? Not, Is that something animals do? Do you not know that saying? Were you born in a barn? No. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a reference to animals, but I guess it could be normal humans that were born in a barn. Maybe. I don't know a single animal that puts its feet on the table. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's supposed to be like you don't have manners or something. Right? I don't know. How do you not know this? No one said this know. to you? Your mom never said this to you? No. I... Maybe I secretly was born in a barn, and she, she didn't. No one wanted to oh, say it she, around me. Oh my gosh, I can totally see that. Like, you're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask her, and you're gonna get an angry call. How dare you tell her? How dare you inform my dear baby Chloe that she was born in a barn? Okay. She put her feet on my desk while we were recording, and I just, I just, I asked her, and she had this weird flashback sequence where like this, the her her vision went all wiggly and then she she kind of had this epiphany mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay read sorry. your thing all right so this is your your sociological study yeah um now i'm i'm gonna do my best to um to read this in a narrative voice and um it's gonna kind of be I'm, I'm gonna aim for something a little in character audiobooky and uh yeah, that's just gonna it's gonna be that. So smash that. All right. Let's we're gonna... let's set it up. It's okay. it's the two hundred hour sociological study of littles brought to you by the usual Sophie. Okay. All right. Two hundred hours. Sophie's sociological study of littles. Hour one. I've infiltrated the littles. It was much easier than expected. Are they always so naive? Is it just an act? I had to wear one of their silly diapers for authenticity. It seemed like the easiest way to gain their trust. Whatever. At least they're comfy. Update soon. Hour 2. Since my colleagues feel necessary to act like giggling children about this sociological study, let me clarify. I don't like wearing a diaper, but it is comfortable. Scientifically. Objectively. There's a certain softness. I can't explain it yet. Hour three. I asked for a drink, and it was given to me in a sippy cup. I thought it would be annoying to drink from, but I don't mind it all that much. Not that I would spill my drink or anything. Hour four. Maybe I shouldn't have asked for a drink. They don't actually use these diapers, right? It's like an aesthetic thing. There's no way I'm doing that. Hour five. I asked where the bathroom was, and they laughed at me. You're wearing it, they said. I can't believe I really have to wet this thing. But it's for the pursuit of knowledge, right? It's just an act. No one could blame me. Hour six. I really gotta go. But it's a lot harder than it sounds. Anytime I feel like I might, my potty training kicks in. I'm not an actual baby. They know that, right? I can't just use a diaper. 
Ugh, this whole study is so stupid. Why did I agree to this? Hour 7. Maintaining scientific inquiry while wearing a wet diaper with little bunnies on it is perhaps my biggest professional accomplishment. But at least it's over. Now they'll see me as one of their own, and I can get some real work done. It was worth it, right? Hour 8. I left the rest of those diapers at home. I thought I would only need one. Thankfully, one of the littles gave me a fresh one along with a warning. Only good girls get diaper changes. I couldn't tell if she was kidding. I guess I'll have to be on my best behavior. Hour 17. I was given my own room for my stay with the littles. It has Hello Kitty bedsheets, a dozen stuffed animals, and a rail set up for the bed, though I can't figure out how it works. But despite the circumstances, I slept better than I have in years. Probably exhaustion. Hour 19. I went to cook some food, but a few of the littles were buying pizza for everyone. I offered to pay for some of it, but they told me that little girls shouldn't worry about money. Are they always this generous? I've been here less than a day, and I feel so... included. Hour 23. The second time using a diaper was easier than the first. It feels strange, but not entirely unpleasant. Perhaps it was my own preconceptions that made it so weird the first time, but I still feel ashamed, defying a lifetime of potty training, like I'm misbehaving. Hour 24. One of the littles here had the same bunny diapers I found online. I'm so happy to be in a dry diaper again. Wait, did I just say that? Listen, it's better than a wet one, okay? It's all for research. Note, delete this entry before the system posts it. Hour 27. So I'm starting to understand the practicality of these sippy cups. We are watching Disney movies, and I don't have to worry about where I set down my drink. Littles might secretly be geniuses? A hypothesis for later. Hour 32. I learned the littles have an almost patriotic love for their favorite diaper. Kind of like a sports team. When they found out I hadn't tried any of them before, they were so excited to share their favorites. I should take them up on those offers. For research. Hour 41. After spilling water on my bed, I've been relegated to sippy cups full time. When I argued, one of the littles threatened to demote me to baby bottles. I guess I really don't have a choice. Hour 44. The littles are cooking dinner, and I need one of them to get me a fresh diaper. They said, you can wait until after dinner, and little girls need to learn patience. But I'm already wet. Ugh, this so isn't fair. Hour 48. After hours of waiting patiently and behaving, I finally got a diaper change. I can't believe they made me wait that long. Though I admit, after half an hour, I kind of forgot about it. That's normal, right? People adjust. Anyway, I borrowed this cute shirt. Hour 54. Six hours ago, I was wearing a dry diaper and didn't know all the words to the My Little Pony theme song. Now neither of those things are true. Hour 62. Today, the little agenda has Legos and coloring on the docket. I keep getting distracted by all their games, and I forget to take notes from my research. Their world is so entrancing, like a curious lighthouse shining through a foggy bay. I feel less lost here. Hour 69. Nice. <laughs> I feel like I should have sex or something in a diaper. That's something littles do sometimes, right? I mean, how would that work? Do you just press against it, or... I don't know. Maybe I'll look it up really quick. Hour 71. To my surprise, the thickness of a diaper doesn't really hinder sexual exploration. The plastic is soft to the touch, the padding's easy to move around, even the crinkling is a little endearing. Plus, no cleanup after... uh... never mind. Delete. System message. User, Sophie, 
has been denied the following permissions by an administrator. Delete. Private post. Defaults to public. See system messages. Hour 75. I've worn a lot of cute, colorful diapers in the past three days. But there's something about a plain white one that's so innocent and genuine. And I bet someone could tell at a glance if I was wet. Which uh, has a lot of practical uses. Sociologically speaking. Hour 82. I know the little said the bathroom was off limits, but I've gone three days without... Well, I just really need the bathroom. Surely I can explain the circumstances and they'll understand. I'm not doing that in a diaper, even for research. Hour 86. I think there's just some things you do that you can't ever come back from. Like, something changes in you, and now that's part of you forever. Can I go back to the way things were before I came here? Or would I just be pretending? Private post. Hour 88. This project has been very emotional. One of the little saw me crying, comforted me, and asked where my passy was. Obviously, I don't have one, so I said I left it at home. Then she gave me one of hers. Sucking it feels really nice. Calming. Maybe things will be okay. Hour 99. Cookies for dinner! A surefire way to cheer anyone up, I think. Everyone has been taking care of me even more than usual because I was sad. I swear these littles are the nicest people I've ever met. Hour 100. I'm halfway through my stay here with the littles and I've learned a lot. Their childishness is actually really good for mental health, and diapers aren't that bad once you get used to them. This pacifier has been really helpful, so maybe I'll ask what else I can try. Hour 113. Today, when I went to find something to wear, my suitcase was gone. The littles decided, after yesterday, that dressing myself was too much responsibility for a girl my age. I tried to argue, but they said, bratty girls get spanked. I still look like an adult, right? Hour 115. I asked for a new diaper, but the littles aren't letting me change. I don't understand. I've been what for hours. But apparently, babies don't know when they need changing, and they will get to it when they have time. I'm not a baby. I can do the stuff myself. Hour 128. I was getting ready for bed, and one of the littles stuck a finger in my diaper, along the back of my thigh. I was surprised. I guess that's how they check if I'm wet. Though I'm glad they did. Going all night without a change didn't sound fun. Hour 138. The littles have taken to dressing me. One of them mentioned changing me later. I don't need help with silly things like that. Maybe it's rude to turn them down? And putting on a diaper is way more work than you would think. Anyway, I picked a cute onesie today. Hour 145. Letting another adult change my diaper was, uh, well, embarrassing for sure. But also intimate? I've never felt that close to anyone before. Not even the people I've dated. Why does this make me so happy? What's happening to me? Delete. Hour 153. Tucked in for bed. I still don't know how these rails work. Am I going to have to wait for someone to come check on me? At least I don't need to get up to use the potty. Hour 162. One of the littles gave me a bath with tiny boats and ducky toys. She washed me head to toe while I played carelessly in the bubbles. Then she dressed and diapered me. Aren't they all supposed to be littles too? Why do I feel like I'm the littlest one here? Hour 169. 
A lot of the diaper sex websites recommended rubbing the front of your diaper with your hand, but I find it much nicer to rock back and forth on my big teddy bear. I never knew sex could feel so good. I should set this post to private. Private post. Hour 171. Speedrun strats by Sophie. Do you hate waiting for an adult to change you after you mess yourself? Well, here's the solution. After you fill your diaper, start to cry. No good caregiver can ignore a crying baby. Probably works with wet diapers. I'll try later. Hour 178. The littles check me every few hours, which is silly. I don't want myself that much. But last time when I argued, they said, You know you're wet, right? I brushed it off, but, well, I don't remember wetting myself. Or maybe I did and I forgot. Maybe... Delete. Hour 190. I don't know if I have enough research yet. I just started bottles and I only got to spend one day in the playpen. And, and, and they have a high chair, and they said something about a crib, and, um, I wonder if I can get an extension to stay longer. Hour 198. I called my boss, and I can stay a bit longer. Just for research, you know, like, what about incontinence, or breastfeeding? There's still so much more to know, and it's my job to study it, right? I can't leave yet. Maybe another 200 hours, or a few months. Hour 200. Hi everyone, this is Sophie's new mommy. I'm sorry to inform you, but this is her final report. Her regression is coming along wonderfully, and silly things like work are far too much responsibility for a little baby like her. But don't worry, we'll keep posting pics. Her employer has been so happy with our results, we are looking forward to meeting the rest of you very soon. Sophie has already been asking for a new baby brother or sister, and our princess always gets what she wants. End project. All right, thank you for listening to um, my Twitter story, and you should follow us on Twitter at the usual Sophie and at the usual Chloe on Twitter. Eat us a tweet. Eat a tweet. Eat a tweet. Um, <laughs> thank you, Mimi, for help with our theme song. You can find her on her sister podcast, Your Jazzy. Thank you, Juice, for our cover art. You can find him at patreoncom art. Shame on Kimmy for not being here. She's just not here. No. She's not here? Her putting her in a boot. Oh. They're out doing stuff. Oh. Well, shame on her. Okay, <laughs> you can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. Um, if you want to vote on our bet this week, you can join us at patreon.com slash Pudding. You did a little out of order. Huh? You did that a little out of order. I know, but we, we, we it was a Twitter thing, and then I talked about the Twitter thing, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I thought, like, oh, well, now the after the Twitter thing, I always say the, the Mimi thing, and then I kind of forgot about the Patreon thing until we got that to the end, thing? and then I was like, we didn't talk about the Patreon thing. What thing? Patreon.com slash Sophie and Penny. <laughs> okay. Thanks for all for listening to all of you, for you, and for us, and... <laughs> yeah, what she said. Thank and you. And all that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>